0: This is the Dafyomi Mesechte Review, Masakta Kiddushin, Tape Number 3. This review is only meant for people who learn Dafyomi on a regular basis or those who have learned through the Mesechte. It is the goal of this review to be as accurate as possible in summarizing the highlights and key klalim of the Masakta. However, it is possible that on occasion something will not be reflected correctly. For subscription information, write us at Daf Yomi Tapes, P.O. Box 831, Muncie, New York, 10952, or call 1 888 Daf Yomi. This tape is dedicated in memory of Haisha Dvorah, Bas Yosef Manas Rimmel, Zichroni Levrocha. Our Magichia is Rabbi Yossi Heber. Misach the Kedushin, Daf Lamit Tassamit Beis, <laughs> at the Mishnah. Whoever performs one mitzvah, good will be done to him. He'll inherit land and he'll have a yamim, longevity. If one does not do a mitzvah, he forgoes all of these. And the Gemara says, Elu sha'adam eichel ba'ilam hazeh, ba'karen haba. These are the things that if a person does them, he gets to enjoy this world. And the karen kayamis, the principle, is kayam, lasts even into aylam haba. He gets both, in other words. What are these things? vi eilu heim. aim havas shalom adam a person brings peace between one friend and another. And then it concludes with a Talmud Torah, Kulam. Talmud of course, takes precedence over everything else. By Kibar it says, the schar is arichas Yomim, and a good life. By shiluach Hakan, sending away the mother bird and taking the baby bird, that mitzvah, it also says arichas Yomim, and a good life. The Gemara then relates a misa in which a, a young boy climbed a ladder at his father's request in an attempt to fulfill the mitzvah of Shilu Hakan, and then he fell down and died. Rabbi Yaakov, observing this misa, concluded that the Pesach that promised Laman lo, yomim, length of days as a reward for the mitzvah of Shilu Hakan, should not be translated literally as meaning a long life during the present life, but rather it's referring to Ilam Haba. The Gemara, however, questioned Rabbi Yaakov's proof from this incident. Perhaps, says the Gemara, the Bits of shilua HaKan is indeed rewarded with harik HaSyomim. However, this boy, in this particular case, was thinking about Avoduzara at that time. And perhaps it's this that caused his premature death. But why? The rule is Machshavah Ra, Ain HaKadosh Baruch Hu As we mentioned, Hashem does not punish a person for sinful intentions alone. He only punishes Mamish if a person does something wrong. So why did this young boy die just for bad thoughts? The Gemara answers from the Pesach that Zara, worshipping idols, is an exception. And even the mere intention to worship idols, a person is machuyv in punishment. Rebel Yezir asked, How was this boy killed? We know shluche Mitzvah, an Izakin, if someone is on his way to do a mitzvah. Harm cannot happen to him, as we know in the Gemara, in Kipsachim, that when a person does a mitzvah, the time he's going to do the mitzvah, nothing can happen to him. He's protected. And my answer is this protection is only applicable on the way to doing the mitzvah, not on the way to coming, to re- returning back. This boy was returning. Also, the latter was defective in this particular case. And shluche mitzvah, Einen does not apply if it's Chviye Hezekah, the Hezekah is already set because there's something defective about the situation, or Shchia Hezekah, or something which is common to be a problem. So if a person goes to do a mitzvah, that he goes through a very bad neighborhood, although you would typically think Shluchay Mitzvah ain't But since it's Shchiach for someone to get hurt in that bad neighborhood, the protection doesn't exist, as we see from Shmuel and Shoal. Then the Gemara says, relating to the mice of the young child that fell off a ladder, that when Acher saw this, he became an Apikaris. Because when he saw this happen, he lost all of his bitacha. And he said, How is it possible that a child goes up as in the Mitzvah of Kiberavaim? And he's trying to be kind in the midst of Shilu HaKan and he should fall off a ladder and get killed. doesn't make sense. He's doing these mitzvahs. Others say he became an apikaris for a different reason. Because he saw Chutzpah's Hamiturgaman being dragged through the streets by a pig when he was killed as one of the Asara Haruge Malchus. And he asked, this mouth that uttered so much Torah is now licking the dust? Impossible. And he lost all of his mitachan when he saw that. The think says, generally speaking, a person must actually have to do a mitzvah to get the schar of a mitzvah. But just a al Yaltaseh does not get the But if someone conquers his Yetzirah and doesn't do an act of immorality, he will have a Ness happen to him. There are different types of tzaddikim. If a person is good to Shamayim and he's, and he's good to people, then he's called a Tzadik Toiv. If he's Toiv to but he's Ra then he's considered a Tzadik Sheinat Toiv. The same analogy is true for Russia. The reason the Mitzvah of Shiluach HaKan was left off the list of Elu Dvarim, shaychal why doesn't it say this mitzvah there? It's since it's only a mitzvah that's been adam lamakam, not ben adam l'chaver. And the only things that get the person a schar both in this world and in the other and the world to come are things that are been adam l'chaver. We say machshava La If a person has good intentions to do a mitzvah, but an inus occurs and he can't do it, Hakadosh Baruch gives him credit for having done the mitzvah anyway. The Pesach says in Malachi, If one thinks that he's going to do an Avera, and then he doesn't do the Avera, he does not get any bad points against him unless he intended to be avera an Avoy This is a denial of the entire Torah. So basically, if a person thinks he's going to do something bad, but then in the end, an ainus happens, and he doesn't do the bad thing, then there's no problem. Unless he was thinking to do Avoy then he gets the bad points for even thinking about doing the Avoy verse says once a person does an Avera two times, it becomes like mutter to him. As we say, it's Nasus like a Heter. Because once he does it a second time, he says to himself, oh, well, I'm doing it a second time. It must be mutter to do it. That's kind of what he thinks intuitively. Abobo said in the name of Khanina, it's better for a person to be aver and Iser privately than to be Mechal Shem Shamayim B'Far If a person sees it as har, is misgaber on him, he should go to a city where no one knows him so he won't be Mechal, the name of Hashem befarhesia. There are certain things that if a person does them, it's as if he's roy not to be in this world. For example, if a person stares at a rainbow, he fits into this category. This is when a person does a regular Avera, the punishment can come now or it can come later. But if he's over on chil Hashem, the punishment comes immediately. And normally, if a person has an equal number of mitzvahs to an equal number of Averas, Hashem will tip the scale in the person's favor. Unless he's over on chil Hashem, then the scales is tipped the other way. And every day a person should view himself as having an equal number of mitzvahs and averas, thinking that he needs to do one more mitzvah to tip the scale in his favor. And he'll always want to do mitzvahs. The Mishnah. Anyone who possesses Tayrish Abhiksav, Tayrish Abhelpeh, and he will not sin easily. As the Pusik says in Kehelas, Vachut Hamishulash hera Yenatek. This three-weighed, three-part chut strand will not break quickly. But if someone has none of these three, He's considered to be uncivilized, the Gemara. Although tzaddikim should always have it good, after all, they're tzaddikim, sometimes a Kaddish Baruch gives them tzar in this world so that they should have much more benefit in Olam Haba, which explains why sometimes, as they say, bad things happen to good people. And sometimes a Russia who should have had it bad in this world has it good in this world so that in Olam Haba, he can be driven out easily because he won't have anything that is owed to him. Rabbi Tarfin and the Zakenim were sitting in Lud, and the question came up, Talmud Torah, is learning Torah greater, or is doing good deeds greater? In the end, they said the Torah is greater because learning leads to maisa. Sha Talmud maybe lide maisa. Once a person learns Torah, he then goes off and does the maisa, so you could sort of achieve both of them by learning Torah. Rabbi Eichelman said, a person who doesn't learn any Torah is pasol le'edus, and a person who is oichel Bishuk is Daimel leKalav. a person who, eats in the marketplace, is similar to a dog who has no etiquette. He doesn't know where he's supposed to eat. Some people also say that a person who is Eichel Bishuk is Pussel Laidus. And finally, if a person doesn't have any tyra or Derecherts, people make Nadarim not to have any Hana from him. As the Pasuk in Tilum says, Uwe Meishav Leitzim, This marks the end of this parak. Now let's begin the second parak, Ha'ish Mekadesh from Aleph Amalaf, Aleph. the Mishnah. Ha'ish Mekadesh bay U'Bishluchai. A man can be Makadish can marry a woman both by himself or via a shliach. A woman can be mikdash also by herself or via a shliach, and a man can marry off his daughter both by himself or via a shliach. And the Gemara asks, if he can be Makadish a woman with a shliach, why does the Mishnah have to tell us he can do it by himself? It's a kamachemer. Once a person can do a Misa or can do a mitzvah of kedushin through a shliach, so of course he could do it by himself. The Gemara answers because it's a bigger mitzvah to do it by yourself. Mitzvah by mi m'bishluchay, that's the chiddish. Sure, you could do it with a shliach, but if you do it by yourself, you get a much bigger mitzvah. As we see regarding covered Shabbos, Safra was machrech resha, he prepared the head of an animal, and Rava was malach shivuta, he salted the fish. Instead of letting someone else do it and having shliach do it, they rather did it by himself, chavivus ha-mitzvah. That says it's a bigger mitzvah if you do it by yourself. Others say that if a person marries a woman via shliach, he could be over on an iser. Since, it's also for a person to marry a woman until he sees her. He might see something repulsive in her. the A person will come to hate his wife that he married without seeing her. And the, and the uh, Torah says, he doesn't want to be over there. Therefore, he should see the woman first. Therefore, it's better for him to be by himself. So he gets to see her as opposed to be through a shliach where he might not get to see her. And the same question applies with a woman. We can say mitzvah ba, yesem It's a bigger mitzvah for her to do it. That's why the Mishnah has to say ba ubishlocha However, the chashash of her finding a davr maguna in him doesn't apply. Since we say tav l'mesav, tandum l'mesav armala. Even a mediocre husband is better to a woman than living alone. So at least she'll have a partner that way, rather than living alone as an almana or like an almana for the rest of her life. It's a famous Ran over here, which we've mentioned numerous times before in previous tapes. The Gemara says it's better for a woman to marry a man by herself, not via shliach, because it says mitzvah ba yeser mi bishlucha. The problem is that a woman doesn't have the mitzvah of peru or avu. Only a man does. So what's the mitzvah that we're dealing with when we say mitzvah ba yeser mi bishlucha? For a man, mitzvah ba yeser mi bishlucha, because a man has a mitzvah of peru or avu, therefore it's better that he goes off and marries the woman himself than signing a shliach. When we say that a woman, the chiddush is that the reason we say mitzvah, the reason we say ba'u is to tell us that it's a bigger mitzvah if the woman does it herself. What mitzvah? She's not mechuyiv in Peru or So what mitzvah are we talking about? The Rant says, correct. Technically, she doesn't have the mitzvah of period of because that's only a mitzvah for the man. because It's only a mitzvah for people who conquer, as we've mentioned before. And since only a man conquers, only he's mechuyiv in the mitzvah of Piri of but For a woman, it's not. But since the husband needs her help to be Mikayan the mitzvah, because without her, it's impossible, in fact, for him to be kind of mitzvah of her helping makes her part of the mitzvah. That's why it's mitzvah ba, yeser mi bishlucha. And all of her shas, this iran is quoted as the source for if someone helps somebody else to do a mitzvah, they also get the schar of doing the mitzvah. The Gemara says it's not a good idea for a father to marry off his daughter, who's a katana, until she grows up and says, the plainly ani writes the Gemara asks, how do we know the principle of shlichus, that one can use a shliach for the purpose of kedushin?" The Gemara answers, the Pesach says, the shalach by yet, and since we're makish, havaile so just like shlichus is good for gerushin, it's also good for kedushin. If someone says to a shliach, take off truma for me, so if the shliach knows what kind of person the Baal Abayis is, he should give the proper amount. We know that the range is from 1 40th. If a person is, is someone who likes to do a big mitzvah, he gives 1 40th, or if he's wealthy, he gives 1 40th. If he's a Benani, he gives a 50th, otherwise he gives a 60th. If he doesn't know what the amount is that the balaba should give, he should give one 50th, which is the average amount. The Bishuban Karcha says we learn that when a shliach does his shlichatz, it's the same as the mishaleach doing it actually himself. i.e., shluchai shol adam kamaisai. This is learned from shachatu to isay, kaladas, Yisrael, bain harabayim. Since it's impossible, this is referring to the current Pesach, since it's imp- impossible for each person to shach the separate behema, but rather one person does it for everyone, we see shluchai shol adam kamaisa. However, Rabbi Anayi adds that gam atem, From that pasuk, we learn that if you do make a shliach, he must be someone who is Jewish, who is mechuyev in the mitzvah that you made him a shliach to do for you. I.e., a guy cannot be a shliach because we say ma atem bnei bris, shluchachem bnei bris, Just like you're a bnei you were mechayim, you were you buchu, you to be Mekai in the mitzvah, so too the person who does the shlichts for you must be someone who is commanded to do the mitzvahs, i.e., this comes to exclude a guy. And Rabbi Yechanan adds that an evet cannot be a shlichach to receive a get because he is not in the Torah of gitin and Kedushan. Dachman Beis. From the Pasuk, V'yikhulaham Ish Salabais Avais, Salabais, we can also learn shlichas, since one person can shach the Kavan Pasach for the entire household. A Nasi can accept land for his shevet because we have a klal of zokhin adam shaleh b'fanov, that you can be zekha something for someone else without them even knowing about it, because it's good for them. But one cannot attain something which is bad for his friend unless his friend is present, since we say ein choven ela b'fanov. The Mark says if an apitropus is appointed to be the guardian of the estate of the isayimim, of um, orphans, an apitropos can do anything for the isayimim, whether it's a schus for them or a chayv. The job of the apitropus is to divide up the land in such a way that he feels is correct for all of the assignment. And even a chayv, if later on when the assignment grow up they are not happy with the decision that was made, we say that the decision stands anyway because otherwise makayach bezdynyafa. Bezdin was the one that appointed the apitropus, and if later on they could change the decision of the apitropus, then what good was the bezdyn in the first place? Makayach yafa. This halacha, however, only applies to this type of a case, case of a assignment. Otherwise, not. When Bezdin appoints an apitropis for the assignment, the apitropis divides up the property and gives each child a nice portion. And when they grow up, they cannot complain about their portion, since, as we mentioned, ma'akech bezdinyafa, it'll be mezalzel the power of Bezdin. If, however, Stamba Bezdin made a major error in the dentira, and the mistake was over one sixth of the worth of the dentira, Rab Nachman holds Bezdin would have to rescind the p'sak, and we wouldn't press the issue of ma'akech bezdinyafa, since the error was major. Major meaning it was more than one sixth. Three brothers who split up an estate, we say they have the same halacha as regular buyers. Meaning to say, number one, if the mistake is less than one-sixth, the mekkah is kayim; If the mistake is more than one-sixth, more than ishtuz, the transaction is bottle. If it's exactly one-sixth, the transaction is good, but the one who got the extra must return it. According to the Rush and Rashi, the halacha that a mistake of less than one-sixth, the mekkah is kayim, is only on something that the price fluctuates sometimes. According to the Rambam, this kula is by all cases, and the machra is considered kayim, even if it's something that fluctuates or something that doesn't fluctuate. And the Gemara says if a person appoints a shliach, then this kula of one sixth does not apply, since a person doesn't appoint a shliach to get him a bad deal. And if we're dealing with karka, there was never a requirement to return miscalculated cheshbenus, since ain oina le karkais. Rava explains, though, that if things were actually measured with a cheshben, that a mistake of one-sixth by karka must also be returned. If someone sends a torch, a fire, with a cherish shayi he is potter bedinei adam, but chayiv bedinei shamayim, if he does something to damage something. But if he sends it with a pikach, with a normal person, the pikach does damage, only the pikach is chayiv for damages. I, let's say, shluchai shaladam kamayse, and make the person who sent the shliach chayiv, we do not say shluchai shaladam kamayse over here, because ain shliach Lidvara vera. Can't say that when you send a shliach to do something which is an avera for you, that it, it's as if you did it yourself. Because the shliach shouldn't have done it in the first place. Because we say divrei harav, the divrei had talmud, divrei mishnaim. If a rebbe, i.e., so to say, Hakadosh Baruch says something and commands you in a mitzvah or in a lay and then a talmud says no, do something different. Who are you going to listen to? Of course, you're going to listen to Hakadosh Baruch So the same thing here. If the person sends you some to do something which is an avera, you have to listen to Hakadosh Baruch So the shliach is chayev on his own, and the person who actually sent him is Pater. In the Pasuk in Mishpatim al kol pesha Beishamai learns that a person is chayev on a Machshava as if he did the Maisa by Pekodin, i.e. Machshava kemaisa. But Beishil says a person is not chayev until the man actually is Shaleach Yad on the item. The rush brings a Raya from this shitas Beishamai that when you write a Sefer Torah or make Tzitzas, as long as you had Machshava to do the Mitzvah Lishma, it's good, and you don't have to say specifically that you're doing this Lishma. gimon Although we normally say ein shliach there are exceptions. Meila, for example, where one can appoint a shliach, or by pikadin, which we say shlichus yad the pikadin. If someone does that, one can appoint a shliach. Aye, so we have these places learn the halacha of ye shliach le to the rest of the tirah. Why do we say ein shliach Say ye shliach le Our answer is since we have exactly two places, we say Shneik Subim habam ki echad ein melamden. Once you have two places, the Torah went out of their way to say two specific places. The Torah meant to tell you that only those places have the halacha, meaning to say here, we only say, yeh shliyach varavera by these two cases. But otherwise, we say, ain't shliyach varavera because divrei ha-rabi, divrei talmud me, shaymin. Shami Hazakin said, if you send a shliach to kill someone, of course the killer is chayif. But even the mishaleach, in this case, gets a punishment. Why? Why should we say you should get a punishment and say, ain't shliyach varavera. He doesn't really get a punishment bidei adam, but he does get a punishment bidine shamayim. Teisby says the klal of ain't shliachet is only when the shliach does it b'mezid. But if the shliach does an avera b'shoygig, then the sender should be responsible. Other v'shoynim argue and say we say ain't shliachet vareveira whether the shliach is b'shoygig or b'mezid. Despite the fact that Shami Zakin holds yeshliachot but if the shliach gets ha from the meisa, i.e. a person says to a shliach, go and eat chaylev for me, then of course the shliach is chayav Since we never find the Torah, a case, in the Torah, a case of zen, and of zen is chayev. The shliach goes and eats the chaylev and enjoys it. And what are we going to say? The mishalech is chayev, but the shliach is not chayev. Rav holds shliach nasaid So if you send the shliach to do kedushim for you, he can also be one of the two aidim for the kedushim. And if you send two shluchim, they can be the two aidim. The Be'er b'sheila says, ain't shliach naseid. So the shliach cannot be an aid. We say the halach as shliach nasa'ed, by the way says we know by any Aus if you has if you have for example six Adem, if one of them is puzzle because he's a relative to the baldin, all of the Adem become puzzle. so if one of the six Adem happens to be then everybody's puzzle because once one of the Adem becomes puzzle, all of them become puzzle. So by Kaduian it's important that if a lot of people are informally standing around they're sort of like undesignated Adem that you specifically assign two people to be the official Adem and this is in fact what we do at every Hasana 200 people are watching the Hasana, Say at least twenty-five of them are going to be mishpacha. They technically, according to subshitas, could passel up everybody because it's like you have a group of six Eidim. one of them is passel, so it passels the other five. So we have to be chayshish for that. Therefore, we assign two kasher Eidim to be the official aedim kedushin. This is in fact what we do today. If there's any question in aedus, we have shluchim, shluchim who are involved, make a shvuas heses. The k'sais and Simon kuf pechas ask an interesting question: a normal man. He was a pikech at the time, sent a get. But by the time the shliach gave the get to the woman, the mishalech became a shaita. Is the get still good or not? When he sent it, he was okay. Now he's puzzled to send it. The kzai says that the rambam says it's kosher, but the tur says the get is puzzle. The lumpness behind this machlaikis is that shluchai shal adam kamaisei is considered an extension of the hand of the mishalech, or it's simply a transfer of all the rights from the mishalech to the shliach. Shluchai adam kamaisai. The Arsameach says, this applies over here to Armach this Rav holds, it's considered an extension of the Mishalach's hand. That's what we say, Shliach Naseit. The Be'er Shela says, it's a transfer of power. That's why Ein Shliach nasa'ed. Since now, the Shliach is like the Mishaleach Mamish. So he's a Negei So surely he can't be an aid. Anar HaMurasa, either her or her father, can accept a get for her. But Yehuda says, only her father can. Because we say, Ein Shtei Yadayim, Zaychais keachad, Reish Lakis says, this is the same machloikas applies to Kedushin. Abyechanan says, all agree by Kedushin, only the father can accept it for her, since she's leaving the reshus of her father. And if a person isn't smart enough to watch a get, the get is not chal. In Maimer, which is a special Kedushin of a Yavama, this needs consent of her father. But if she's a Nara, she can do it on her own. But you can't bring a raya from this to get into Kedushin because a Yavam is already connected since she's what we call Zoko Kliyavah, she's already connected. That's why she can do it on her own. It's a machlikas between a Bihud and a Shimon. If one says to a woman, marry me with this date, and then he repeats the same thing, marry me with this date, with this Tamar. If one is worth more than a Pruta, he's married. But if both together are worth more than a Pruta, but one alone is not worth more than a Pruta, then it's not good. So these, are, these are considered two separate transactions, neither of which is worth more than an Pruta. Or maybe, you can't say that we combine the two together. A Nara, who wants to accept a get for herself, is she like the hand of her father as an extension, or is she like the chutzar of her father, Mamish? And what if one writes a get and puts it into the hand of an evid of his wife? If the slave is tied up and he's sleeping, but the wife is watching the slave, then we say it's considered a chatzer Hamishta Ladaita, so the get is chal. But if the slave is awake, the get is no good, since it's not her own das, but the das of the slave. The Ravid says from the gamatem we say, b'nei das b'nei das. We learn that both the Shliach and the Mishleach must have Das in order for a transaction to take place. That's why a Ketana cannot be involved in Shlichas at all. The Rabbim says, the re- reason for this is not because of Das, but rather because of Edus. A Ketan cannot be an aid. That's why he can't be part of Shlichas. A Ketana who received Kedushin without the Das of her father, which everyone agrees is but this is, we're dealing here with a case of Vidyeved. Shmuel says she needs a get and she needs mian, which is a special kedushin, which is Midar Karna says, you don't need both. And finally, Ula says, you need nothing, since the kedushin really wasn't a at all, unless there was a formal shidduch. If a person marries a katana without the das of her father and then dies, so she falls to the deceased brother for yibum, what do we do? Rafuna says she must make mian if he made meimer. Plus, she needs to get, since they're like married right now. But otherwise, a chalitza is needed. I.e., if the brother didn't do Mimer, there's only a regular zika. So chalitza is enough to erase the zika. Ravina states that if a father marries off his son without first consulting with him, the kaddushin is puzzle, since the father has no special jurisdiction to marry off his son. The Gemara, however, asks, even if the son did not formally appoint his father as the shliach, perhaps he, at some previous time, said to his father that he wants to marry that woman. Therefore, perhaps the Kedushan is good, since it was performed on the basis of his son indeed wanting the Kedushin. The Gemara answers that Ravina, according to Ravina, is of the opinion that as a rule, we never suspect Kedushan without definite knowledge of the son's consent, because a person generally wants to perform his own Kedushin. And In fact, no person would use his father as a shliach for himself either. Once a person makes a suda for a specific person, we can assume that he was serious about the transaction, because ein adam teireach besuda um hafsida. Person wouldn't go to the trouble of making the Suda and then lose it completely. A girl became Niskadish with the Das of her father, did Kadushan with the Das of her father, and then her father went to Medina Sayyam and she did Nisuan without his Das. Rav says if the husband is a Kayan, she can eat Truma until her father returns, and then if he's against the Nisuan, he doesn't want it, she must stop eating Truma. Ravasi says she shouldn't eat Truma at all until he returns, since if he is not maskam to the Nisuan and he says, I don't want it, then she will have actually eaten Truma as a Zar Lama this, incidentally, is only that she would have been eating a Zarlama afreya midarabanan because midaraisa and arusa is allowed to eat chuma This is for one of two reasons, because, number one, we're afraid it's possible that within the excitement of the moment she would have given her brothers and sisters to eat from the chuma because she's really still living in her parents' house. She comes home, brings the chuma from her husband, who's a kain, and she gives it to her brothers and sisters who are not allowed to eat it, because only she, because she's married to a kain, is allowed to eat it. That's one reason. Also, because we're afraid that the kain after the erusin might find some kind of a psul in her, and it'll be he'll be Mavatal the kedushin, and therefore she would have eaten it. The the truma, not really being having been married to a kain, therefore rabbanim we say that an arusa is not allowed to eat truma after kedushin, but rather has to wait till after the nisuin. the mishnah. If a man says be mekudish to me with a date, and then he says it again, be mekudish to me with this date, these are considered two separate acts of kedushin, and unless one of the tamarim itself all by itself, is worth at least a pruta, the Kedushan is not good. But if he says, be makudish to me with this date, and with this one, i.e., it was all one total act, then he can combine the value of both of the dates to achieve the necessary pruta. So even if both of them, each of their own, are worth less than a pruta, they can be combined for the value of a pruta. And the Gemara says, the shita here is that of Rapshiman, who discusses this of separate and together by swearing, shvuis Pikot. If a man marries a woman with the value of a debt, i.e. he's meichel, the money that she owes to him, the kedushin is not chal. So this is a case of mekaddish b'milva. And we say a mekaddish because milva laitzah nitna, the original money that was given to her was given for the purpose of spending it. Therefore, it's already like spent. She could do whatever she wants with it. Now he's meichel, it's like she gets no hana from it at all. If she were to pay it back, she would be giving back different money. So he can't be mekaddish with the original money because it's now gone. If one is makkadish. His sister, the Gemara says. According to Rav, the money he gave to her must be returned to him, since everyone knows Kedushin can't be chal with a man's sister. But Shmuel says, of course the Kedushin is not chal, but she can keep the money anyway, since it's just like a matana. And technically, if one takes off chala from flour, versus from dough, which is already needed, the flour should also be called a matana. But we nonetheless don't let the client keep it, because then the Balabaias will think that it isn't tavo. He won't be mafresh truma, and he'll be over on eating truma, since chala must be taken from dough not from flour. Rashi here explains what the Shir of hal is. It's five quarters of flour, or five lugin, or one and one quarter kaban. Rav says I'm If a man says to a woman, I'll marry you by foregoing the money you owe to me. It's no good, since Milbalohitsa nitna, as we mentioned before. She could do anything with the money, so he really isn't giving her anything. If a man says to a woman, Be Makadish me, me with the piquadin, you're watching for me. I e you can keep the piquadin, you're watching for me. And when she gets home, she finds that it was stolen. If at least a shavaputa was still left, the kedushin is good. If it's not a pruta left, the kedushin is not good. This halacha needs a bit of clarification. As we mentioned on the that although a Putta is sufficient for kedushin, nevertheless, if a woman was told that she is being given a dinner for Kedushan and was given less, she's not mekudeshes, and she intended to become mekudeshes only for a dinner and not for less. Consequently, in this case also, maybe the woman only agreed to become kudeshas for the amount of the entire P-kodin, and not just for the proof of it's left in the Pikadun. The Rajma mentions Yerushalmi, says, indeed, in a case where a man told a woman that he's being a Kaddisho with the entire Pikadin, the kedushin is only chal if, in fact, the, the entire Pikadin is still there. However, in the case of our Gemara here, explains the Rajma, where a man did not stress that he's performing the kedushin with the entire Pikadin, he just said with the Pikadin. In such a case, the implication is that he wants the kedushin to take effect with whatever portion of the Pikadun is still there whether all of it is there or just some of it is there. Therefore, as long as a pruta remains, the kedushin is chal. The rush, however, says that in our Gemara, this halacha, this kula, only applies in a case where the woman never knew how much the bikadim was worth. Only in such a case is the kedushin chal if the bikadim that was discovered is partially missing. Otherwise, it's not good. If Ruvain owes me money, and I sell the right to this money to Levi, and then I tell Ruvain Amaycho Shmuel says Reuben does not have to pay the money back to Levi since Ruben and Levi don't really have any connection. The Rambam agrees with this shita of Shmuel since the original loan was a kinyan Midaraisa, but the selling of the loan was only a kinyan Midarabana. So the mechila of the original Daraisatika de loan is stronger than the mechira of the kinyan Midarabana. Al-Adaf brings Rabbein Tam's shita, which takes a different approach. He explains that lending money entitles a malva, a lender, to two monetary privileges. Firstly, he acquires a shibud haguf, the borrower's personal obligation to repay the loan. And secondly, he acquires shibud nechassim, a lien on the borrower's property for collection of the loan. El-Tam contends that a malva, though empowered Minatira to sell his loan obligation, is only empowered to sell shibud nechassim. but the shibud haguf can never be transferred. Thus, although with the sale of the loan to the leiva's, the debtor's property becomes mortgage for collection of the loan to the buyer of the loan contract, nevertheless, the personal obligation of a leiva still technically remains to the original creditor. Consequently, Rabbeinu Tam explains that even after the Malva sells his loan contra, he is nevertheless still able to be Michael Voleva's haguf, personal obligation, since the shiver haguf was never sold. Once he forgoes the shiver haguf and pardoned Leva from his personal obligation to repay the loan, explains Rabbeinu Tam, neither will Voleva's property any longer be mortgaged to the buyer for payment of the loan, because a in the must be viewed as merely a guarantee for satisfactory payment of the shiver haguf. But it cannot exist on its own right once the Shiberaguv is gone. We should also point out that the Ramban does not paskin like Shmuel.